Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Hello, friends. I come to you today as we continue to navigate the crazy changing tides of this pandemic with a message of positivity. In this next episode, I'm talking with Jocelyn, who is a pretty awesome runner, mom, wife, and physical therapist assistant as she takes us through what it's like in her world during COVID. She gives us a lot of great insight on navigating personal anxiety and strategies to help not only ourselves, but also those older adults who are feeling the pain of isolation during this time. This episode was originally recorded live on Instagram, but here a few weeks later as we release the audio, it is still very relevant. So I invite you to enjoy. And as I do that, I also lift you up, whether you're feeling strong or not today. I see you. I know you have that strength inside you. Let's continue to walk this path together. Here's the interview. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Um, Everyone, Jocelyn is a physical therapist assistant, so we have that connection. Um, She is a runner, and she's also a wife and a mom, and we are just going to get into it and have a really awesome discussion today. So thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, if we could start off, Jocelyn, if you would give everyone a little more background, um, an intro on you and, um, you know, where you came from, that would be great. Cool. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Jocelyn, or Mom Runs Disney, um, hence the name. I am an avid, avid Disney lover. Um, I'm originally from Panama City, Florida, so I am a Florida native, and I'm currently living in middle Georgia. So, um, again, I love Disney, I love run Disney, and I love running for my sanity. So that's a little bit about me. Very cool. Yeah, and I know that during this time in particular, during COVID and quarantine and um, all of that, uh, running for sanity is the understatement, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would love to get into a discussion a little bit about how you've been experiencing COVID, Jocelyn, and just sort of tell us what you're going through. Um, I work in a long-term care facility, so... Um, I do work with the most high-risk group, um, our elderly, um, our immunocompromised. Um, So when this all first started, um, we kind of took it lax as well um, until things started getting serious, I should say. Um, So now we're wearing masks, gloves, um, you name it, in and out, um, you know, all day in the building, constant hand sanitation, um, just total precautions. Um, a lot of precautions just to try to keep our patients safe. Yeah, I mean, and it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same mm-hmm. way, um, you know, mask wearing, sanitizing, trying to do the best we can. But um, it's just scary. And with the with it resurging again, it's been such a long haul. And I think mm-hmm. you and I were talking about before we started record, recording what a mental toll it's kind of taking on everyone. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I want to hear about how it's been with your patients. I want to hear also about how it's been with your family mm-hmm. and how you guys are navigating this time. So do you want to start maybe with the personal, with the family and how I know yeah. you have a son, um, a young son. How how is he holding up and how are uh, things going at home? So, um, again, when this all started, um, my son was here at home with me and my husband. Um, then you started hearing reports about, you know, kids possibly being exposed. So I made the decision to um, take my son to my mom's. So he has actually been staying with her for about five weeks now. Wow. Um, and it was like I sent him almost at a 
at a perfect time because that's when the quiet storm hit our building and we actually started having multiple cases of COVID. Um, also through this, when it first started, I myself was experiencing anxiety. Yeah. Um, I was in the building, I was having chest pains. So um, I would come home and I was crying. A lot of people don't know this, my husband knows and my family, but they were thoroughly concerned about my mental health. You know, I'm a strong person, I don't cry, but you know, just seeing everything happen all at once, it really concerned them because it was really starting to take a toll on me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure a lot of people are facing this. I mean, these times are so uncertain and it does, it's very anxiety provoking. Mm -hmm. And when you have children and a family, it's just so mm -hmm. hard to navigate. And, you know, you're worried for yourself, you're worried for your family, um, you're worried for your livelihood. Mm -hmm. uh, so how did you get through having that anxiety at work? And <sighs> Again, I had to figure out what was going to help me de-stress when I came home. Of course, I'm already a runner. So my husband suggested, hey, before you come home, when you get home, stop what you're doing, change clothes, go take a walk. So I have gotten the habit of as soon as I get home, I take that stress out on the pavement or on my treadmill or on some exercise because it is a good way, a stress reliever without um, having to, which I'm not saying medication is a bad way, but mine was more of Let's go run. Yeah. Let's get that stress off you before you do anything else in the house. And it was good that my son wasn't here. That way I didn't feel like I was ignoring him when I came home. Yeah. So, you know, That's and he's been really, yeah. And he's been really good on just helping out a whole lot more in the house, you know, just how is your day? And I mean, being very, very supportive through the whole process. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, and that's, these are some good things to touch on. Um, I think moving our bodies always helps our mental state, you know, as much as sometimes we don't feel like we want to do it. If we can just get out there and take a mm -hmm. walk, you know, um, mm -hmm. I had someone on a few weeks ago and she was talking about the 10 minute uh, test and she's like, just give yourself 10 minutes, get out the door. Mm -hmm. um, and if after 10 minutes, you're still not into it, come home. But I, I do think there's such value value in that. So I love that you say that. I think um, you talked about him being supportive for you. And that is crucial as well, not only for ourselves, but also we can do that for others when we have our strong days, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yes. And I like, you know, I like the, that you bring in like, it's hard. You have the guilt if your kids are there, you know, it's hard sometimes to take care of ourselves. And so even if your son were home, um, it would have been important for you to mm -hmm. continue to take care of yourself. So this is a great message to get out to. We can't show up for our children and be there for the people in our lives unless we take care of ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we really have to try to let go of that guilt and make the time to take care of ourselves. So I love that. Um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about how it's been with patients. And um, I know that, you know, it's been a sad situation. Even today you were telling me. So let us in on a little bit of that. So um, for our patients, bless our patients. It has, I think, been the hardest on them right now um, they are confined to their room. They cannot even come out to socialize in the hallway um, unless they're going on an appointment or, you know, to a shower. So a lot of them being um, with dementia, Alzheimer's, they don't remember. So every day is a reminder of why I can't see my family. You have some who whose family was there every day. Um, so we do try to, when we can, like me, um, if I have that extra time and somebody says, hey, can you call my family member for me? We try to FaceTime, um, things like that, because that's the question. When am I going to get to see my family? Right. You know, even for people who are there on a short term stay, 
they're in and they can't have any communication, you know, or no physical communication. And it's hard um, when you're used to having that, you know, to all of a sudden. And then the question is, when will we be able to? And right now we don't know. Yeah. So. yeah, it's such a challenge. And I was telling you mm-hmm. before we started recording, I just had a patient yesterday who lives alone. She's a widow and she is in a place where she's feeling like if I have to continue living like this, I don't even know mm-hmm. if it's worth it. And I think for us, for younger people to hear these things, uh, it's important to realize what people are going through. And mm-hmm. if we have any opportunity at all to reach out and, you know, if you have a neighbor on the street who is self-quarantining, if you can wave through the window, I mean, just the little things, you know, my daughter and I um, have been writing uh, letters to Mary Health of the Sick. It's here in Southern mm-hmm. California. And just, we don't even know the people, yeah. but we drop off the letters and it's just a little note that says, you you know, I hope that you feel some sunshine today. Um, mm-hmm. Anything that we can do to support these folks who are literally walking through this alone. Mm-hmm. And it is so hard. Um, any other strategies you have that you feel like people could help um, that patient population or anyone else? Definitely. Like you said, the, the, the writing in the calls. Um, my church is actually doing that as well for the hospitals. Nice. Just writing people a letter and saying, hey, and if you again, if you know your grandmother's there, if you know a great aunt or just a neighbor that you've known since you were growing up as a kid, give them a call and um, call the facilities because we have that capabilities. We have iPads that are facility owned that we can call you so they can see you. Yeah. You know, that means a lot. Also, just sending um, gifts, the smallest things. Are, it helps it because we're having a difficult time having people want to even get out of bed. They don't want to get out of bed because there's nowhere to go. There's nobody to see. So they're confined to four walls most, you know, all day. So like I said, definitely calling one. That's more, that's what we've encouraged. Also, um, you've seen on the news, a lot of people stop by and do the window, you know, the window visits, stop by and visit your loved one because they want it and they need it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think, Getting this message out is really important because I think some people feel like there are no opportunities to connect mm-hmm. with loved ones. You know, they know they can't see them in person, but there are so many other ways. Mm-hmm. FaceTime, notes, you know, little gifts, dropping by through the window, whatever it is. Um, there are many ways. And I think that once if, if we could get that information out there, that people yeah. would be um, more, um, you know, more apt to engage with their, mm-hmm. with their loved ones or anyone else for that matter. Anyone, you know, who, who might need a little extra boost of love. Exactly. Um, it's just so, so important. So, um, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about your running and, okay. um, because the podcast is about athlete mindset and how we use that in tough situations. So mm-hmm. you are like an amazing Disney runner. Um, why don't you tell us Thank about you. some of your favorite races and the things that you've done oh, with yeah. Disney? Yeah. So I stumbled upon Disney in 2014, which I had been a Disney pass holder, but I wasn't a runner. Um, I decided to get, I guess, serious, as they called. And we were at um, Disney during Walt Disney World, the marathon weekend. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got to do one of these. Not knowing that the races sell out months before. Right. So, you know, I went on the website, got the information, and I was so excited to run Princess. And at the time, I was four months pregnant with my son. So, that is ultimately my favorite race. Um, Princess Weekend. Also, the kids' races have a, a near and dear part to my heart because my son runs as well. So he does the kids' dashes. But Run Disney, amazing, because it's always a lot of crowd support and it's always magic. 
So. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I shared with you or not, but I did the princess one time with my good friend, um, Nicole Horn. And um, I, there's something so awesome about running through the castle. <laughs> you know, you're like, it's just so fun. It's 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 running at a at a different level when you're in Disney. Yes. Um, it's so it's I think, magical. Yeah, so. <laughs> it really truly is, isn't it? Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about what I know that running has helped you relieve stress. Mm-hmm. Has running developed other things for you? Do you feel like in your in your life, Jocelyn, you know, perseverance, you know, grit, all of definitely, these things. Definitely what is, um, consistency. Consistency. Um, when you're training yeah. for 26 miles, you have to be consistent. And so it's funny because my husband talks about me. I'm like a robot. I get up and run. I get up and go to work. You know, it puts me, it teaches me schedule. It teaches me routine right. because I don't want to miss that. You know, I get off and miss a run day and then it just feels like, oh no, my world's hurt. So it has taught me a lot of consistency and determination too. I'm not a fast runner. I consider myself a middle of the pack person. So being out there running a marathon for six hours is a long time. Yeah. So patience as well. Yeah. All these things are great. Consistency, determination, patience. I love that you reference a middle of the pack runner because I also saw on your Instagram feed that you you um, were reading running to the run to the finish. Um, mm-hmm. And did you know she was on the podcast as well? Did you see her episode? No, yes, yeah, she was. Um, so Amanda was on the podcast and um, yeah. and we had a discussion. And, it, you know, you know what we talked about a lot, Jocelyn, was that to remember to find the joy in running, to not Mm -hmm. constantly be comparing yourself to others or thinking all the time so much about your pace, but really to get out there and enjoy. And don't Mm -hmm. you think that that's the most powerful thing? um, It is. Yeah. To get out there. I preach like you as a therapist, I preach movement. As long as you, I don't care if you're walking at a 20 minute mile pace, but again, if, if it makes you happy, don't worry about the people around you. Enjoy what you're doing. That's so. right. Exactly. Don't compare. And um, during this time of COVID too, it can be a little overwhelming because mm-hmm. we do see a lot of information on all of these amazing <sighs> things that people are doing. Um, you know, maybe they're like running their own marathon on the weekend and, and kudos to them. It's amazing yes. and awesome. <laughs> it's just that it can result in a lot of stress and anxiety on us because we're thinking, oh, like what should we be doing um, at this time? But yeah, I think just getting out there and enjoying yeah. it your body and and letting go of those those expectations that we place on ourselves mm-hmm. that are sometimes too heavy right yeah. so yeah any other strategies you want to put out there during COVID as we continue to navigate this time before I'm going to move into a little positivity push at the end okay. um, but okay. anything else you want to put out as encouragement for other women maybe people who are considering running or mm-hmm. anyone who's having a tough time during COVID well like we said don't think you have to be the fastest runner out there yeah. people look at me um, I am 5'10 very long legs and they think I'm fast. Oh, you got to be running an eight minute mile. No, ma'am. You'll catch me walking, enjoy myself because um, I have a twin brother who recently started running Disney with me. So a lot of times you'll catch us just, just walking along, having a good time because that's what it's about. Just yeah. having fun. Yeah. So just find your pace. Don't compare yourself to anybody. More importantly, don't give up because you're going to hurt. I have people, oh, I started walking and it just hurts. It's going to hurt a little bit, but keep pushing through it. Yeah. Keep pushing through it. Yeah. And you know what? This is a great, actually, analogy for what we're going through with COVID because there are going to be days that it hurts, not necessarily mm-hmm. physically, mentally, in your heart, whatever it is. There's days that it, that it hurts. But mm-hmm. I like to optimistically believe that there will be a better time on the other side of this. Yes. And we have to just keep after it, persevere, and just keep working towards that that better time that's coming down the road, I think. I hope. Yes. I definitely. hope sometime soon. So, 
Well, awesome. Well, I'm going to move into the positivity push now. So it's like okay. some quick little things at the end here um, just to put right. more positivity out there. So the first question I have for you is this. Name a few simple things, Jocelyn, that bring you joy. My son, mm-hmm. my family, and my job. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it is it is really a true gift mm-hmm. to have an occupation that does bring you that joy. You love, and yeah. it's such an awesome thing. Just I can speak to this because I'm, I'm in physical therapy. Also, I'm a physical therapist. Just having a job that allows you to help people. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just nothing. It's such a blessing. Um, there's nothing like it. Uh, you know, and I think actually when we embrace that servant life um, that, you know, we, are, we seek as Christians, you know, mm-hmm. I think that that brings us this inner peace that can't be found elsewhere, you know? Yes. Yeah. So exactly. um, fantastic. All right. So you're going to complete the sentence and this is going to okay. go out to everyone who's watching now. And then everyone who will listen later, if you would like to listen to this episode later or any others, there are very, there are many, um, go to riseresolutepodcast.com. Please subscribe and like, I would love it. Um, but anyway, so it's going out to everyone. Complete this sentence, Jocelyn. Never forget. To live life to the fullest. <sighs> That's my favorite. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's DM people, you never know what's coming next. <laughs> and so make each day count. Um, it's such great advice. Very last one here, Jocelyn. Um, finish this sentence. You can. Do anything you set your mind to do. That's right. You can. Um, and you just have to believe it in your own heart, you know, pure and simple. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Totally. Well, this was super fun. I had a great time. Thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And, um, we are both everyone out there watching and listening. We are both, um, sending lots of love. We're telling everyone out there, stay strong, move your bodies and, um, and anticipate that good things are coming your way soon. (laughs) Thanks so much, Jocelyn. We'll be in touch for sure. Bye. Bye. Listeners, thanks for being with us today. Don't forget to make time to take care of yourself. And also, don't forget to live life to the fullest. Life is tough right now, but so are you. And connected, we can rise. (laughs) 